You feel I feel good. Do you feel that your your voice is being heard today, Jared? I I I always do. Okay, You're I hope so. You, 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 as you say, you do talk a lot. That's mm. true. Yep. By the way, <laughs> no but doubts you are about also that. A very good listener, you know. Yeah. Well, it takes two to tango on this podcast, Jared. That is for sure. But we are back out here doing a porch podcast. Dude, I missed it. The the three piece today, the porch podcast about perceptions of wealth coming to you. We're going to talk about uh, some reasons why wealth uh, or people who have a lot of. Uh, uh, well, a lot of money, to put it pretty frankly, uh, how that can be perceived in, in different cultures and why that might be. Uh, now, granted, these are just our uh, our opinions, our thoughts, our ideas. Uh, so there's this is not a scientific, uh, you know, research on on uh, you know the perceptions of wealth, but just kind of what what we've kind of observed and and our own thoughts as Americans and how other people view it as well. Uh, so when- I think it'll be interesting. When you were a kid, did you think that there was a pretty good chance that you were going to be rich? I wasn't really sure, to be honest with you. You know, when I was a kid, I think when I was a kid, it was more of a mindset of, man, it would be awesome to be rich. Not, oh, yeah, I'm going to be rich, but, man, it would be awesome to be rich. Um, You know, I I, I would say, you know, I grew up kind of middle class, you know, definitely didn't grow up super wealthy or anything. No private jet rides or uh, butlers or nannies or what have you. What? But uh, but you know my <laughs> parents worked hard for what they have, and uh, I think I work pretty hard myself, uh, as you do too, Jared. And uh, but yeah, but I think uh, the the interesting thing about perceptions of wealth is that I do think the idea of I'm not saying this is the answer, but I'm saying this is one lens to view this and to discuss it is through through the idea of kind of uh, individualism and collectivism, where you know some cultures I think the uh, Emphasis is more on the community, so we would consider that, you know, more of a collective culture per se, whereas I think in the U.S. it's a fairly safe thing to say that in a lot of places in the U.S. it's more about individual freedoms, individual rights. So You know, it's interesting that mm-hmm. you say that because I think a big perception, a big part of perception of, of wealth is what the rich person does with that money. Yeah, so like definitely. People look at bill gates differently than they look at jeff bezos i feel like and why do you think that might be jared because bill gates is a he will at least he he, you know he he puts off put he can i don't want i mean he's a charitable person you know and and it and he and he seems like he's dedicated to you know uh being charitable with most of his you know I, i don't know most a good portion of his money and um Bezos is not known for being charitable. Now, maybe mm. he does give to charity, and people don't know. I guess that's very possible. But he, but people feel like he, people, meaning poor people, mm-hmm. like myself. <laughs> well, listen, if you're talking about com- comparison well, comparing to, to Bezos, Jeff Bezos, we're all poor. We're all yeah, poor <laughs> for sure. <laughs> we uh, a lot of a lot of you know n- you know normal people. I feel like um, have some sort of like have. They they expect you to like they expect you to do stuff with your money you know and they'll and, and and people look down on you if you keep it to yourself. Yeah. Well, I think it's viewed as being greedy. You know, I mean, yeah. there's what no way. With all that? Yeah. Right. There's no way that Jeff Bezos, logistically speaking, could spend 
that much money in, you know, probably two, three, four lifetimes. Right. Even if he just you balled know. out like a idiot. Right. For like right. <laughs> right. Like that's that's like the a thing. yacht a day. Right. Kinda. When you get into that level of wealth, it's just it's on a whole nother playing field. And I think yeah. for a lot of people, it's hard to grasp that. I mean, it's hard for us to grasp it sure, too in course. some ways because you know we haven't experienced it, and it's we have to you know we have to consider purchases over. Uh, fifty dollars, a hundred dollars. Right. We have to right. think, hmm, is this worth it? Second guess, do I really <laughs> need to go out to eat this week? <laughs> yeah. Right. Very, very different priorities. <clears throat> but I think I think you that does bring an interesting point, Jared, about um, charitability, where you know, if you do I think there are a lot of people though that do have, you know, a significant amount of wealth that are very charitable. Sure. With it. Um, but you are right that if they are charitable or not does play a big role in how people view them and I think how people overall view wealthy people, um, you, you know, which is interesting because I guarantee you there are some wealthy people out there who probably give a lot in charity and we don't even know about it, you know, or they even start sure, up, yeah. you know, foundations and other stuff where we have no idea. So it's it's interesting too because I think uh, wealth wealth is this. It's it's really subjective, you know. What what you and I might consider wealthy. Uh, as college educated Americans is probably very different than a lot of other people as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so that I think adds another level of, um, how do you put it? Just another layer in terms of kind of, um, how you can view it, you know, how you can, how you can perceive it as a good or a bad thing. Because I think if you're really poor, you can also view people who you may consider wealthy uh, differently than, you know, for, for you or me, for example. Does that make sense? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So can we save the rest of this conversation yeah. for the main topic? I think we can. Can we, first of all, talk about um, president-elect? Last episode, by the way, this is Saturday. Mm -hmm. We started the episode talking about how they still don't know who the president was. It was 264 right. to 2. We jinxed ourselves, I guess, didn't we? Or 217 we should have known. By the time we ended that episode, hour and a half later... Um, we were getting notifications that that he he got the he got the uh, he got the electoral votes right, right. if I'm not mistaken. Yep. So um, two seventy four baby. <laughs> so I thought it said two eighty four. I thought it said two eighty four. No, 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 not yet. Well, they I haven't I counted all of them. Yeah, Google it now. Let's I mean, see. they they never. I mean, it, it oh is literally God. changing though, Jared. As we're talking about this, you know, that's true. But yeah, you're right. So yeah, last episode we didn't have a president, which is going to be funny now because it will be coming out, and we will have two ninety um, to two fourteen. Is they called two ninety now? Apparently, they called Nevada. Really? Wow. And apparently, according to the Google, just the Google okay. map. Okay. Apparently, they also called Pennsylvania. We knew that. Uh, there's a chance, and so yeah. They called Nevada and Pennsylvania, which is all he would need. Right. And so N North Carolina and Georgia still aren't done. North Carolina is leaning red. Georgia's leaning blue. Either, either, way, either way, Trump it can't win it. Right, yeah, right, right. He right. can't win, though. Exactly. Um, you need so 270. I wonder what's going to happen now, and this will be coming out on Thursday. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Maybe by Thursday there will be some other things going on. But I, I hope there will be a peaceful transition. I hope that <laughs> everything will be fine. I hope that Trump doesn't uh, use – I hope he uses these last few months he has an office for good. Uh, I'm being very optimistic right now. We'll see what will happen. Sorry, I, was um, just, I looked at Twitter for three seconds. And oh, I already no, started, what did it say? I already started already cracking clowning? up. Well, you know, I follow comedians and stuff. Right. Someone said, is it too late to say Biden fingered me? Uh, you uh, you know oh, what's my funny. favorite right now? Thinking about who's going to tell him he has to leave conversation that's going on in the White House. Like the person that has to oh, be like, yep. <laughs> you yep. lost, man. You got you to gotta go. Right. 
Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, let's get a pic slash video thread of MAGA people crying. Has <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, my God. That's too uh, funny. Are, and Trump hasn't tweeted anything out yet, has he? I, I, I guess I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Let's, I can go let's see. I'm really curious. <clears throat> the last thing anything. he tweeted was two hours ago. Okay. I won this election by a lot. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh I, this is terrible. I should oh. not be laughing. But that's exactly what you would th- yep. you would think you shouldn't do. And yep. of course, that's the top of his... Uh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> top of his Twitter feed. Of course. <laughs> and then right under that, there's an exclamation point in writing by Blue. I imagine that's Twitter. By the way, 631,000 mm-hmm. retweets two, from two hours it's been out. I'll bet. Official sources may not have called the race uh, when this was tweeted. Yep. That's what he's saying. Uh, that's what, excuse me, Twitter says. I won this election by a lot. That's right, Jared, by a lot. And then he's, and then before that, he tweeted that Georgia continues using same software as Michigan uh, counties that also encountered glitches. Mm-hmm. This is this is hard to watch. I'm not gonna lie. Right. Uh, this is hmm. interesting. As I said, by the way, so. The first prediction that it seems like I got right, by the way. Now we can, yep, I now we almost, can talk about almost it. validate that yep. I that I was right. Yep. That Trump, that excuse me, Biden did win. Yep. But I, as I told you, I feel like I'm more, at least in the short term, I'm more concerned for what could happen, mm. uh, like the no. like the backlash, right, in the short term from Biden winning rather than Trump winning. What kind of backlash are you worried about? I'm talking. Um, I'm talking, you know, AR-15s at at Capitol buildings in swing states. Mm. I'm talking. I don't think. It, I hope it won't come to that. I don't think I, it will. I, but I hope I not. love how you think that conservatives would not want to find an excuse to bring out their guns and right. Oh, I'm sure they would. <laughs> I will say this though, based on the way it happened. I mean, obviously, last I don't time, want that right, to happen. Based Listen. on the way it happened in Michigan last time. Um, you're right, though. That'll be interesting because, yeah, they, I can. I still it boggles my mind that people literally went into a government building with all these guns. Exactly. I I don't get it. Like I really don't get how and, yeah. the cops didn't intervene. Maybe they were were worried there'd be a giant gunfight. I have no idea. But it's uh, yeah. yeah. But they don't seem they don't seem to have that same concern and during protest. Right. You know, like like about about inciting violence. Now, obviously, there's probably less guns involved, but. There's, but there's not as it's just interesting where the concern lies that they're mm. not wanting to incite violence and wanting to, you know, allow people their space to do their first or second amendment right. What? No, not second, second, second and first amendment. Right. Right. Uh, you know, so let's give them them their space. But uh, yeah, no, it's, it's crazy it's, stuff, it's, man. It's, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. You stuff. still don't have any shout outs, I'm guessing. Um, actually, well, hold hold your horses there. I actually hold, did hold have them. one, but I forgot it, so I don't have one. Um. Uh, where was it? Hold up, I had I had one. I thought uh, maybe not. All right. Well, well, Jared. Ah, yes. Yeah. Okay. So this is kind of a crazy story. Um, did you hear what went down in Vienna uh, last week, or when this drops, like a week and a half ago? Is this something involving a um, synagogue? Um, well, yes, kind of. I feel like uh, so, I saw something about some sort of shooting at a... Yes, okay. so there was a shooting in Vienna. I don't know all the details about it, but I just want to read this story here. I do have a... Well... Was it at a synagogue? Uh, um, 
Well, here that's not related to this. It's okay. kind of related to the story. So it seems um, related. So here, here's here's the headline: <laughs> Two Aust- and I, I, uh, I don't know how I feel about this headline, but here it is. This is the headline. Okay. Um, this is uh, a good sign. Two Austrian Turks save policemen and two elderly w- women in Vienna attack. Two Austrians of Turkish descent. So you don't like that they're focusing so much on them being Turkish? I mean, right. Because, I mean, you say they're Austrian Turks. Why can't you just call them Austrians? Yeah. Why do you have to bring it in that they're That's kind of like the same thing, though, when it's like uh, police kill black uh, unarmed. Right. And it's like, well, why do you have to call them black? Why can't you just say? Right. But, yeah, I, you know, I hear it. Is, it, is, it almost seems a little heavy-handed. It's like, right. are, are, first of all, are there pictures in there? Because uh, if their pictures are there are in the yep. article, it's like you're gonna see them. Yep. You don't need to. Oh yeah, yeah. Force feed it to right. them. Yeah, and right here, it's a little this, heavy-handed. I'll be right. honest with you. Like this is according to TRT World, the headline that they have. And on it's the, almost like, can you believe it? There, these Turkish people did something good. Right. right. That's why I don't like it. I don't think it necessarily matters per se. Yeah. But but anyways, that's a headline. You know, we live in a clickbaity time now, Jared. Anyways, but even the video thumbnail here from TRT World says. Turkish men hailed as heroes of Vienna attack. But here it's not even, they're not even Austrian now. They're Turkish. You know, right. so what is it? You right. know? This is kind of like what, um, this is kind of like what, um, Utzel was talking about. Right. When, which is why he doesn't want to play for the German national team anymore. He's like, when I do well, right. I'm a German. When I do, when I mess up, I'm a I'm Turkish. I'm Turkish. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. So here's, here's the story though, Jared. So, and this is kind of the funny thing is that the headline right here, it starts off with two Austrians of Turkish descent, Recep Tayyip, I'm sure I'll butcher these names, so my apologies, Gultiken and Mikhail Ozan risked their lives to rescue a police officer and two women during Monday's terrorist attack in Austria. Two Austrian Turks saved the life of... Okay, that, that was the same thing. Okay. Um, yeah, so they were in the Vienna city center when the attack began, both headed in the direction of the incident and saw the attackers shooting at civilians. Gultiken came uh, to the aid of an injured woman. After I carried the woman to a nearby restaurant, the terrorist pointed his gun at me. Then Gultigan hid from the gunman who was carrying a long barrel assault gun. This is in Austria? Yes. In Vienna? In Vienna, this went down, yeah. However, he could not uh, avoid being wounded. A pellet from his gun hit the back of my right leg. However, it did not cause any major injuries. Um, I mean... You know, but That's yeah, so all the, relative, but okay. Right. But these guys, I mean, these guys are straight up heroes. I mean, running into gunfire. Yeah. Um, I mean, that takes a special kind of person. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'd have it in me to right. do that. Granted, I wonder if the average person, you know, if you don't have some sort of training, if you really know how you'd even react in a situation right. like well, that. Well, yeah, I'm, I think, I'll, yeah. But I feel, like I, I, I feel like I can definitely say that I, I don't, I don't. Think I, I don't think I'd be the one that'll be like, let me go save and right. run in. Right. Well, that's a lot of fight, or it's also kind of your fight or flight, and some of that right. might come with the training too. I mean, if you're sure. trained to, yeah. I mean, I honestly, I, I would. I'm not going to be that guy to say I would for sure jump in. You know, I'm. You know, that's yeah. a bold statement to make when you've never had to do that before in your mm-hmm. life. And yeah, we don't know. How I also people wouldn't react. say I wouldn't though. You know, right. maybe his back, his back to me, his back to me, and I'm like, right. oh, if I ran right now, I guess I could just tackle right. him. I I think I would or keep watching him shoot. Yeah, right. I don't know. I, it's hard to say because we've obviously. I hope to God that neither of us or or our listeners Seems, and everybody out there is put in these yeah. positions. I mean, we live in the U.S. Though, but so. right, it's yeah, it's only hard. a matter of time. Right, right. But the the thing is, is that I I would like to think though that if someone needed my help, like you know carrying someone to safety or oh that must be from the sorry that's from the Jesus that's loud. What is that? It's from 
It's oddly from this, I think. Yeah. Weird. Chad's got like 48 million tabs open. Yep. yep. Sorry about that, Jared. <laughs> and All right, some we, random shit. Uh, is your, does your hearing still work? <laughs> Can you still hear? It wasn't that bad. Um, it sounded like I was at an uh, aquarium. Right. No kidding. Yeah, giving you that full body experience. <laughs> it was loud, but it was. It definitely it was, was. Soothing. Um, but yeah. Anyways, though, I think this is great. So shout out, uh, and I apologize for butchering both of your gentlemen's names. Shout out to Recep Tayyip Gultigan and Mikhail Ozun. Um, for helping these people out um, during such a scary and terrible love. time, um, yeah. something else for sure. It's all. It is always nice to see that, like those stories that remind you that there is some humanity left in the world. It's right. not all bad. Right. It's not. It's not. Yeah. For sure. So, do you do you have a shout out today, mm. or you made it sound like you might have one? I thought I did, I but I think I forgot to write it down and I forgot. Okay. It. Fair, so fair enough. I'm sorry. Shout out to my mama. <laughs> Oh, th- there you no, go. No, I guess not. Sure, why not? Why not? Your your mom's uh, quite <laughs> quite a great woman. Do you want to do some untranslatable? Let's bro? do it. Let's do it. Hold on. There we go. Yeah, it's time for some untranslatables, which are um, idioms, proverbs, sayings, phrases that don't translate on a one-to-one basis into English. And I will get us started today, Jared. And this one is more to test your memory and just uh, for the listeners out there because this is a good untranslatable we have used this one before um but i think this is a good one and i think it's a little bit relatable to today's theme it is japanese and it is kaogahiroi which means to have a wide face do you remember this one is that to be a is that like a white person a westerner no 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 okay (laughs) although although westerners could be popular in japan you could say that some westerners have a wide face is that like someone that's like a Sneaky, like nope. lying. Nope. A wide face. I would I say even... if you had a wide face, uh, you would not. You would probably not be sneaky or a liar. To be very gullible. Um, no. Have a wide face. Could you use it in a sentence, or is that would that give it away? Yeah. Uh, you know, Jared and I went to a went to a party a couple years back, and uh, you know, I just realized that you know Jared knew everybody at the party. And and after I left, I just said, "Wow, Jared has quite the wide face." Oh, is it just like a, a, a like a big social circle? Yeah, or you're popular. You have a lot of friends. Okay. Yeah, to have a wide face. Interesting. Is it mm-hmm. just because it like you? Interesting. I'm, yeah. I don't even need to try to explain. Yeah, it. I'm not sure why that is, but <laughs> that is the idiom. Yeah. All right. Uh, my first untranslatable is Russian, and it's oh. uh, vichav vichavleni limon. Something about lemon. Yeah. A squeezed lemon. Uh-oh. Oh, man. I got, I got some ideas about this one, but I'm not even Let's really sure them. where to begin. Let's hear them. Um, squeezed lemon. Is it like Is it like wasting your time? Like it's not like... No. 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 Okay. I'd actually say that you... To have a good time. N- no, but maybe... squeeze the lemon. Maybe, maybe you, you did have a good time, and... Um, the next day, you feel like a squeezed lemon. You're hungover. Not hung- you're you don't tired. Have to be, yeah, it's just exhausted. You don't have to be hungover, I don't you're think. You're sleepy. You're tired. Exhausted. exhausted. Yeah, I'm okay. a squeezed lemon. It's like you're spent. Like you know, I'm, okay. I've been all used up. All your juice is spent. Your, yeah. The juice has been squeezed, Jared. All right. Yeah. My uh, next one is Serbian, and it is Nosom para oblake, which means he's ripping clouds with his nose. He's ri- uh, ripping clouds. Snoring? No. Okay. He has. This, Think about has the nose. nose. Think about a the nose. Pointy nose. He's a liar. No. Well, mm, 
I mean, not really. I mean, we have a phrase in English that has to do with nose, I think, that is kind of similar to this. Oh, 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 they're nosy. No, like not a, nosy. Oh. Hmm. Nose in the clouds? Snorting clouds with their nose? What does that mean? Is that no, a drug no, reference, no, Jared? No, I'm trying a... to remember what, you're, what the literal was. Um... What, no, what did you say the literal translation oh, was? Oh, the literal. Uh, uh, he's ripping clouds with his nose. Oh, is it someone that's very like, uh, oh, I know what it is. They, they, they have like their nose up, so they're very arrogant. Yeah, very there good. Go. Very there good. Yep, someone who is excessively proud of themselves mm. or is, uh, yeah, thinks of themselves kind of in vain. Okay. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it, took, it took some, but we got there. Yep. Uh, my next one is Persian, and it's Dastam Be... Dominant. Dominant. Dastam de be dominant. Which means? My hand to your skirt. Picture that. My hand to your skirt. Is that like uh <laughs> I mean there's a couple options with that one. Uh, so my hand to your skirt. Imagine Imagine just picture what what do you what do you just visual what do you think when you when you try to visualize that my hand to your skirt i mean ideally it'd be like uh i don't know obviously like somebody that you you like and mm, you're being physical with them no 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 okay nowhere near that no think think of think of the the position that someone would be in if their hand was on someone's skirt Pulling on their skirt, maybe. Oh, so they My hand to your skirt. I mean, they're doing... This is not sexual. They could... Okay. Just to be... Oh, is it like... Oh, is it like a kid, like, pulling on... You're getting closer. You're getting closer. Like, to get someone's attention? Kinda, yeah. Sure, I'll give that to you. Okay. Kinda. It's like, I beg you or I implore you. Oh, okay. What I imagine more is like... You're on your knees I also knew it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, like, please. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, my last one for you is Espanol, Spanish. Um, dar calabazas a alguien. Calabazas. That's a, mm-hmm. a rich person neighborhood in Los Angeles. Is it really? Calabasas. Is it really? Yeah. So okay. I'm, now I'm interested to know what that actually means. Uh, to give someone pumpkins. Oh, pumpkins? That's mm-hmm. what it is? Yep. Oh, okay. Um to give someone pumpkins. Yep, to give someone pumpkins. Do they? Do Spanish people like pumpkins? Is that a is that a compliment? Um, or is that I, an I'm thinking no. Okay. Based on this this untranslated. To give them nothing, or to or to only give them your scraps. Uh, you know, Jared, I wanted to start a uh, a business for our podcast, and you gave me pumpkins. Like I, I'm not giving you any. any like I'm not paying. Not helping. Uh, no. Um, or or. or uh, or you know, I say, Jared. You know, I really want to learn how to drive a stick better. Can I can I borrow your car for a couple of days? And and uh, I ask you, but then you, you give me pumpkins. Oh, is that to, like to turn someone down? There you go. Okay. Reject or turn somebody <laughs> down. Yep, to give them pumpkins. Gotcha. I'm gonna Wh- have to give you pumpkins. On which that. I think is kind of related to our topic today, because I think a lot of, like you mentioned in the very beginning of today's episode, with people. Uh, you know, if they're uh, charitable with their wealth. Um, so if they're, you know, so I feel like if you're, if you have a lot of money and you. Can you move that a little bit more? Sorry. Is that okay? I can Let's try. Sure. More. But I don't know if it's going to do Sorry. much, Jared, with the, where, where the I sun's understand. at. But I feel like now I'm blacker than I've ever been because the sun is drowning out my Because that's as far skin. as it really. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Um, that's as far as it really goes. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, anyways, 
Yeah, so let's talk about the perceptions of wealth mm-hmm. and what's, uh, you know, in different countries and cultures and stuff. All right. What's your perception of wealth? Oh, I asked you um, at the beginning of the pod if you um, sort of uh, dreamed about being rich mm-hmm. or, like, thought you would be rich. I feel like there's a, there is definitely a big part of me that's like, like, oh, yeah, I could be, like, Michael Jordan rich. I'm sure, like, that's, it, seemed, it seemed very attainable. Okay. Now, is that an American thing? Probably. I also, my, my question for you would be, and it was very, how I, would you attain that level? I don't know. Probably professional soccer player. Okay. And then... Um, but when you're a kid, you know, you, <laughs> yeah, that's still kind of on the table a little bit. And then, uh, like, it was, I feel like, at least in, in, in my childhood, and a lot of people's childhoods around me, it was almost kind of coveted, the idea of... To like, be rich. Yeah. And, yeah. like, and like you know, people were, were like... Um, I envious think, of like the kids that had all the cool shit you know right. well i i do think I that mean, is, not that that's wealth but right uh, yeah that's envy not wealth but yeah. I, I do think that it is maybe more of a i could be wrong about this but i do think it is more of an american thing um to like to like this this idea of getting rich mm. to that level i i could be wrong but i just feel like i feel like other other countries and other cultures like i think ha- having wealth is important but but it's not as much. I think the not, the, the motives are different to us. I f- I feel like like well, it used to be millionaire. Maybe it's moved on to billionaire right. now. Right. But it is really just like I feel like a big thing for the U.S. At, at least when I was a kid, was to be able to say you were a millionaire. Right. You know? It's a and, status thing. It's and a like flex. making a million dollars a year, does that make you a millionaire? Because like first of all, if if that's what it says, how much you make. You got to take out the taxes first, right? Well, then once you factor in all your expenses and stuff, you right. know, it's like, is, are you really living? Like, I don't know, you know. Right. But just that idea of millionaire. But I think the idea of wealth is also interesting because you could make a six-figure, even seven-figure salary, but if you're, and I'm not saying people generally do this when they've hit that level of wealth, wealth, but if you do live like that and you're new to it and you don't have a lot of financial literacy. Yeah. Um, you can start buying way too, you know, basically become house broke or car broke or whatever, where you're um, now, obviously if you're in the multi-millions, this probably won't happen to you, but uh, it could. Remember there's a know. term for that. What? Uh, uh, li- uh, life, lifestyle creep. There you go. Right? Yeah. 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 Um, but you know, I think, Ba-da-da. I think the other thing about wealth is other, other cultures like the Chinese people that I talk to when they talk about wealth, a lot of it has more to do with just being able to provide comfortably for their family and i'm mm-hmm. not saying there aren't americans who also share that sentiment because there are but i also think a lot of americans they think of becoming rich maybe not being wealthy but becoming rich it's more of a status symbol it's a way to yeah. flex it's a you know what I mean? it's it's different than i think there's different motives behind it and i'm not here to say it's good or bad i'm just saying that's what it is you yeah know? but if i think about perceptions i feel like um, first of all, it depends on the person. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a, a lot of it has to do with just how people feel about a person. Sure. Cause you know, like there are people that, um, that like, uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I feel like, like there are people that like shit on like Kim Kardashian or something like that for, for flaunting their wealth. But it's like, I don't know. You don't, you don't, you're not a fan of anyone that, that, you know, is like, that's just, it's more that you just don't like her, not the right. money thing really. And, and yeah. I, I don't know. But I think some of it comes from jealousy too. Yes, I think a lot of people I agree 100%. see these really really wealthy people and they think 
But here, here's the here's that, the sad... yeah, these are things that most of us will never be able to do. Right, and that's the sad truth. The sad truth <laughs> is is that the majority I of people that, that follow and watch a lot of these celebrities and really wealthy people, I think it's hard for them to grasp that unless they really have a plan and they're really going. Most the majority of people who are wealthy, they're wealthy because they're go getters. Sure, not all of them. But the majority of them, I don't think you can become rich or wealthy, especially more "quote unquote" self-made. Although I think that's kind of a myth to some extent as well. Well, it's but, funny. Yeah, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. But the 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 key with people who are um, they're so envious of these other people, but I don't think they realize all the other stuff that goes into it. Yes. You know, I think that's. I think you hit on something there. I think where the money comes from is a key also to right. If the it's perception. inherited yeah. versus no one right. respects someone that. You know that's great. That great. That's grandpa was. You know, started at Heinz or started. You know, Ford or whatever. No, and, and it's like you're like the. You know, the third in line. No one like is like wow. That person. You know, made right. it by themselves. They're a. They're a, You know, they're a real. Right. And it, yeah, but if but that's idea of self-made is really is is more respected. And it's like mm-hmm. okay, that person came from nothing. They first of all, I think they need people. There's more respect also when people have some sort of understanding of of what of what it is like to right. well that's, so many, that's the other issue you're absolutely right Kim Kardashian seems so like with that post that she did about the you know private island with all of her friends and getting mm-hmm. everyone tested and quarantining everyone and stuff um I don't have a problem with her doing that but it definitely I do think there is something about like there is something about the, the flaunting of it you know right. that I'm like like you don't need, do you not even realize how people are gonna I, I mean maybe you don't care but it's just like not you know the sort of, it seems tone deaf and just like right. it's like why do you have to say anything you know some the, the flaunting of it is is, is where yeah. I get confused. But I I don't even get mad. I'm just right. like you didn't have like this didn't have to be done. <laughs> True, you could have just done that. True, and no one could have low known. key and yeah that's that's a good point absolutely. Um, I th- as we mentioned though I think jealousy is plays a big role. But yes, a lot of people also who look at rich people in this in this light also I don't think they. I don't think they think they don't think enough about wealth and and what it means to be wealthy either. I, you know, I, I tend to believe because a lot of a lot of the more. What do you poor, mean by what it means to be wealthy? Um, I, I what think does it mean I to think be I think a lot of people have very varying definitions of what wealthy is and what rich is. Ah. And and what I mean by this is that a lot of um, middle class, lower middle class, or poor people tend to. Um, Mm, have they, a skewed view of, yes like maybe just because you see someone on tv doesn't mean they're rich right or yeah just because they're you know yeah that's essentially yep yep that's <laughs> exactly because, yeah. what i mean 100 percent. or just because they're you know like a famous youtuber mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't mean they're they're technically rich or whatever right and and some of them could be sure but i think a lot of even the youtubers you know they work hard but that's the thing it's more of the that's why I think it's more of the per- perception of wealth, mm-hmm. you know, like the Instagramification of life, right. almost. You know, where it's like it's it's not even about. I mean, it is about having money. That is a lot easier right. to have the perception of wealth. Well, that real, that also that also you know brings up the idea of clout. You know, having yeah. like a following and and yeah. making and monetizing a lot. You know, that's actually another good one. Just because mm-hmm. you're on TV doesn't mean you're rich. Just because you have a lot of followers. Right. Doesn't mean you're rich because I didn't even. That's I think that's another and, good one. And on the inverse, I think you can also be very wealthy and not have a huge social media presence. Sure, of course. I mean, most know? most like executives are not like, uh, like at, at like your normal 
old companies are not deep into Twitter and Instagram. Right. They're just normal. Right. Most know. likely not. They're probably spending their time doing other things. Yeah. That's the other that's the other issue. Um people don't understand that a lot of wealth and becoming rich, not that I'm rich by any means. I'm not trying mm. to, you know, broadcast that I am because I'm definitely not by any means. Um but I, I think a lot of people need to understand that it takes a lot of times, you know, strategic planning, working long hours, really. A lot of people don't understand just the aspect of putting in the work. Yeah. They just see all they see. All they see are the results. It's kind of like that iceberg picture, you know, that really famous iceberg picture where you see um, you see like success and then you see like, you know, there might be like some things over the water above the surface you can see, yeah. right? But then all the other stuff below the water that is completely oblivious to you and you have no idea that, you know, this person, you know, like people talk, they glorify people like Elon Musk and Bill Gates or Zuckerberg. Yeah. And the truth is these guys, these guys are all super successful, obviously, that goes without saying. But a lot of it is because they put in just ungodly amount of hours and work in the beginning. And, yeah. and, and probably a lot of them still to this day, you know. So that makes a huge difference. And a lot of people, a lot of Americans, I think, they, they just assume, I think some of this also, Jared, comes from entitlement. You know, they think, well, well, I want, I want to be rich. I want to I have work all hard. these things, right? And they don't know what it means to work hard, right? Yeah, yep, that's a big one. I think there is. It is weird that, that like, um, you know, like a lot of executives of companies are like. I feel like uh, it, it's not recognized that that there is a skill involved there. Mm-hmm. Like people think that like you're just. I don't know. I don't, I feel like it's. It, it there is sort of a, a lack of I don't want to say respect like you have to be like oh wow, like like bow down to these people right. but just awareness of of what it takes and but I, then I do think you have to respect him though but then there's Definitely. the the another side of wealth but not not these because I think what you're talking about is a lot of uh, like these more stealth wealth people that are like. That, that like you're talking about like Bill Gates, he's rich, and we know about it only because he owns a, or he you know he used owns to a huge own company. a company right. that w- that everyone is very aware of. Right. But he's not really. I mean, I guess he's doing things to put himself in the limelight. I don't mean to mean he's not, but I mean to say like he's, like he's. I, I don't know. I, 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 well, or let's leave. Let's, Bill Gates is not a great example, but like Warren Buffett, you know, mm-hmm. like everyone knows he's rich, but he's not right. on Instagram. Right. You know, he's not tweeting of like he's not even tweeting like tips, like tips, like even like Gary V, for example. You know, he's right. not like tweeting tips on success or anything like that. Like it is like it's like I feel like there's a lot of wealth like that that you're talking about that like people don't even really mm-hmm. like you don't even know that these right. who's rich. Yeah. But then there's like the like the the Instagram culture. There's the hip hop culture mm-hmm. where sure. um, where like the their the, their needs like they. You need to know they're rich almost to to for it's that clout status. to be there. Yep, yep. It's, it's a like, status. Yeah, thing. but I think I think a lot of that, especially from the hip hop world, does is something of like that. It is a counterculture, as we've talked about mm-hmm. hip hop. It started as a you know a counter counterculture. I think some of that is like we're like we're showing the white people, you know, like we're not we're not almost like we're not playing by your rules, mm-hmm. and um, you know, like we've broken free of, of like the sort of like the the oppression a little bit. So I, I feel like it is almost like a, a little bit of a, a statement in that way. Now I, maybe that statement has gotten per- maybe I'm overthinking it, and I think that's definitely gotten perverted a little bit uh, to in today's Instagram culture. But I do feel like where, where that started from is a little bit of like. Um, not playing by by your rules and um 
you know, we're making money our own way kind of thing. Right. Yeah, for sure. I, I agree. A lot of a lot of Americans also um, and I'm, I'm thinking of especially like people that were like Trump supporters that were, you know, more, uh, you know, less educated and, and maybe weren't doing too good for themselves financially. Um, I would also say some of that is, as we've said, jealousy. Sure. Uh, maybe entitlement a little bit. And, but and self-projection, I think, is another big one. You know, it is funny, though, because there, there always is some sort of like sign like there are every every community has their signs of wealth and if uh, i just thought about that trump supporter thing that she said where it's Mm -hmm. like um it just made me think about pickup trucks and it's like pickup trucks these days are essentially luxury cars (laughs) yep (laughs) that can tow a boat you know right and and i and i just think about like you know the platinum editions the um you know the long expensive yeah you can get like a like a $80,000 truck that has like, you know, all the luxury amenities of like a Mercedes or something like that. Right. And you can buy um, an okay house for 80 grand in a lot of places yeah. in the U.S. And, and, I, and there, and, and there are, I, there's just, it's just, and I think there are always sort of these signs of, of, of wealth where, where it's like, you don't respect some kind of, you know, flaunting of wealth, mm-hmm. but that's only more because you don't like the person, not right. because you necessarily have a problem with wealth. I will also say this too, Jared. This was a point I wanted to bring up today, is that um, I have a feeling. I have a feeling that uh, depending on the type of government slash economic system a country has, heavily influences the way people perceive and view wealth. So, for example, in the U.S., because we are a very capitalist country. Uh, I think that's why we really prioritize wealth as pretty important, mm. right? But I think if you look at countries that have more social programs, have more welfare programs, right, where you're also, not as reliant on your personal money for things that here in the U.S. where we need right? to have and, that good money for, and not only that, but you also have, yeah, you have the safety net to some degree, but you also pay more money in taxes. Right. Like I think the idea for most Americans to give up half their salary in taxes to help support infrastructure and healthcare and education, most Americans would not go for that. Yeah, but that's um, because most Americans um, don't are, are very individualistic. Right. But that yeah, brings me to my point. Yeah. You know, that that's my point. I like guess. I don't think that's a good thing. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Me me neither. I just think that's that's just kinda how it is. But Whereas like, if you they we really don't care about other people. It like as it feels like right even We're, in our own community like our own right country right yeah well then you look at yeah I, I i kind of view it as a spectrum right of of so we have the capitalist side on one on one side in the u.s then if you kind of go more towards europe it's a little bit different right because they do have more social programs they have you know, uh, healthcare for everybody. It's it's just a different system over there, right? Yeah. So, so I think being wealthy, to some extent, I think some people over there get a bad reputation um, because they are viewed kind of as greedy or or what have you. Um, if yeah. you're if you're wealthier over there, over here, I think it's more um, it's more glorified in the states than it is in Europe. Like if you're really wealthy, I think you think so. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, they don't talk about. They definitely, at least in Europe, they don't talk about work as much as we do here. Exactly. Like and that's one of that's a common starter question for people here. What do you do? Ex- and that's kind of a exactly. gauche. Exactly. Whereas, and then I think in in the East, it's even different. You know, I think in the Middle East, it's completely different. Uh, and I think in in Asia, it's also very different with with wealth. Um, I mean, I can imagine in China, 
I, I mean, I don't know. Actually, I take that back. I don't know. I don't know how wealth will be looked at. But I, I feel like in a communist country, wealth is not really looked looked upon, uh, you know, fondly. But it, but uh, well, I think China it's, is I a think very like uh, you know, they're a very in, industrial country with a lot of gr- economic growth. So it's like someone's making money. Well, wealth over there, I think the the main goal is to. In theory, theoretically, at least, I think this is what the the party over there views wealth as, is a way to grow the country and 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 help more people. Now, I could be wrong about this, but but at least that seems to be. Well, what, that's the that's the capitalist myth too. That's true. That's a good point. But is that by by someone ma- being rich, they're employing people, right. and then those people are supporting their families by this rich person. Right. But I I think it's interesting that uh, that. Many people do vilify wealthy people or or they're viewed in this kind of negative light where it's like, well, we don't even know these people. We don't know. I th- it, you know why? Because I feel like, especially now, maybe not like if you're making a million, two million a, a year, but if you start getting into like the hundreds of millions or of billions. dollars, it, I think there's a strong belief that something shady had to go down somewhere on the right. process. There's no way to you, make you can get to this. Money. Without some some dark stuff happening somewhere in the process, right. I feel like that the people strongly believe that. It's like, who who did you who? What sort of child labor are you exploiting? Mm-hmm. What sort of uh, other people have you uh, like sort of squashed under you? What sort of companies have you bought bought up only to you know you know j- just to sort of own a, an area or a, or right. something like you know there it, 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 there's some sort how, of something how gross true somewhere. Is that? You know, I I wonder, I you know, because I mean, I I I wonder. I have no idea, you know, and it, and it could be it could be I, true, but I, I feel yeah. like I feel like it's true on a certain level because I mean, there's a lot of I feel like most corporations that are multi-million billion-dollar corporations, there's some. If we talk about the idea of corporate social responsibility and the idea of what a company's responsibility are to their people, to the environment, to uh, the maybe the uh, community that they that the you know this company is in, um, somewhere along all those lines, I think in a lot of these very large corporations, it, it, it could get shady somewhere. You know. Yeah, maybe it's, there's whether whether it's how much you pollute or how or how workers how workers get exploited in another country for your product to be built. Right. Yeah, there's always drawbacks, I guess. You're so right. I feel like yeah. in order to even have a company that builds something at a scale where you could be making that level of money, there has to be some something not something that you that if, if if you knew like the full process you'd be like oh i don't like that right but also will that stop people probably not i mean that's you know that's the thing about also um like the perception of wealth mm-hmm. where it's like people will talk about like um for example like a company or like a celebrity like uh saying like oh you should support this cause support this cause and it's like oh but you're nike or you're sponsored by nike right and they uh have um you know they like exploit children and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and once again i feel like that is just a a tool to for people they don't like because it's like oh so you don't wear all your clothes are are made you know made in the america with uh good living wages and everything you consume has been made ethically at every step of the way yeah probably not (laughs) most likely not right right yeah what how do you feel about the idea of policing people how much people uh donate 
And I'm talking like Bezos level, or even no, uh, forget it. Even just mildly rich. You don't have to be Bezos rich. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't even. I don't think it's right to police how people donate. But I will say, I think if you're making such a crazy amount of money like that, um, maybe there should be some higher tax rates. If if I, um, if but I, that's just my opinion. If I started making, I don't know, twenty million a year, let's mm-hmm. say. Conservatively speaking. Conservatively, right. And, you know, obviously I was living very comfortably. Mm-hmm. I bought a house. I, I, didn't, I didn't ball out or anything. I didn't go crazy. Right. I bought a house that I can live in and all that stuff with cash. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm saving money. I'm investing. I'm sort of, I'm growing my wealth. Right. But I'm not, um, I'm not donating anything. Like I don't, I don't mm-hmm. donate anything. No right. charities, nothing. Right. Would you look at me sort of sideways and be like, uh, w- would that, would that sort of make you question not question our friendship maybe maybe that's a little aggressive but would that make it be like ah, that's kind of kind of gross i don't know it's it's hard to say to be honest if i'm like if i'm like listen what what you know this is i earn this myself i don't have to it, it, I, no one has to tell me to to donate it i'm I, exactly I'm, i mean that's that's i i totally see that reason for it uh, yeah I, I mean i do i and but i feel like and that's i, I i'm in i'm I'm in no way condoning like telling someone how to spend their money or being like, uh, you know, you you should be giving that money away. But I feel like if it was a close friend, I might I might look at you sideways if you were just like some sort of wealthy hoarder mm-hmm. and um and you and you like didn't take portions of that and, and find ways see, to try to donate. But see that also communities or something. I don't know. That also boils down to our kind of cultural perceptives uh, perceptions, right? Where um, I, I would say in the States, we wouldn't look down on someone as much as someone abroad, especially in, in like a more, yeah. uh, communal it society down on here, but I'd say, yeah, I'd it's say even more so I think I in other places, the idea yeah. of just yeah, yeah, like, yeah. of just, uh, storing wealth. Right. I think a lot of Americans, yeah, you'd get a side eye, but other countries, I think people would really, um, view you very differently in a more negative light would be my assumption. But I, I'm not 100% sure on that. But I, I would, yeah, it's, yeah, it's hard think, to say. I think athletes have it hard when it comes. I mean, listen, I'm not, I'm not losing any sleep over it. But I feel like athletes get a get get it hard as far as like commentary about, or even actors too, mm-hmm. about comment like people that they almost feel like stuff like actors or you know any sort of artist or a lot not any sort of but a lot of artists maybe not musicians because that's something clear that you, you can do or not do but like there's a lot of athletes for sure and maybe actors where it's like um no one really respects their wealth you know where it's like oh like you know anyone almost like not, not anyone can do that but i feel like you know, oh, you're just doing a dumb sport, or oh, you're just like acting, and anyone could do that. Mm-hmm. And I, and it's and it's. Um, I feel like once again, maybe it goes back to that, like depend, like how you earned it. You know, yeah. you didn't earn it the, the right way, especially if you're not like, but it, especially if you're not donating it. You know, if right? You're, and if you're and you're just like flaunting it. I, 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 I yeah. yeah. I feel like not, I don't. It's I don't, not for I the right like, reasons. If you, flaunt I feel like it. I don't have a problem to say that I find that gross. People that flaunt their money, right? I feel like yeah. you don't feel that way. I well, well, I would disagree with you. I, I, I don't like people who flaunt their money. If I, I showed up here mm-hmm. uh, at your house with a Rolls Royce Ghost, mm-hmm. would you, would you be like, oh, cool, my friend is a Rolls Royce? I mean, I would be like, yo, we're going. I mean, for obviously, a joy you ride, want to go for a but, ride, but. but uh, <laughs> I mean, it's it's your life and, then, and, and your money, man. I don't know. Every time we hang out, 
you know, I pull up in a new flashy car and I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, let's go through valet. I mean, I'd probably give you some shit for it for sure because <laughs> I think that's a little unnecessary. And I'm wearing like a, like a $5,000 suit Gucci, every time Gucci you see me track all of a sudden. Suit? You're just like, hey, he's my friend though. That's how, we, that's how he lives. You wouldn't be like, this is kind of gross. I mean, I, I would... If I started calling women doll or something like that. <laughs> hey, w- listen, doll, can you grab me a... Uh, I would I would start calling you sport like the Great Gatsby and then I I don't know well but see that I realize you're, you're I'm changing, exaggerating right that. you're changing your entire persona persona I'm turning into like Dan Belzerian right, or something exactly. like that exactly so so that's a little different but I mean if you if you rolled up in a new car every time you came here uh, the way I would view it because I know you like cars I would just be like well it's his money he likes cars you know but even as know? a car person I feel like I'd find that kind of gross you know right well I guess that would be like me you know if you came over. And I was like, check out this 1934 Martin that I bought that was 20, 20 grand, you know? Yeah. I mean, and you act time, like you, you kind of do that now, to be right. fair. But it's bit, not 20 grand. Know. Right. <laughs> well, and that's that's me me building them and assembling them. So it's a little different. Different kind of pride, Jared. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to flex on my guitar <laughs> learning, you know, building skills here, not my my wealth. But, yeah, I think if you flex with your wealth for flex sake, it's kind of lame. For flex sake. Yeah. That, there you go. New, new, Flexing uh, new, for flex sake. That's right. Oh, my God. I need phrase for you. I hope I can remember that uh flex I I flexing that for pen, that notepad or right right flexing for flex sake man yeah <laughs> but um for i flex but i i also don't think it's right if if you are really wealthy to tell you how to donate your money or, or what to do with your money yeah um but i you know i think some of that's because i grew up as an american i understand i mean you, know? you can't tell people what to do right but uh, but I, I i i i don't respect it i would say right right yeah that's that's i don't true. know I, I feel like if i had that much money I feel like I don't know. I'm see. I don't even. I, I get nervous saying this. Not that I'm anywhere close to being able to ball out like this. Because mm-hmm. I am super frugal. Like I don't. I don't right. buy a lot of stuff. But like, um, like I feel so. So I wonder. It, it, like, just because I have, um, you know, millions instead of thousands, would that change? You know. Right. Well, I you would. Know. You would hope not. I would hope that. I mean, it will change a lot in your life. But I hope. I hope it would though, but I hope I would become a little less frugal with my money right. and, and like be like, all right, theoretically, I know that I could give this much, give give away, you know, a million to this organization right. that I really care about, and it's not really going to make that big of a difference right. in the long haul. Well, well, there's a but really it's like, yeah, but that's still a noticeable chunk. Yeah. Well, there's a really famous kind of financial guru. I'm sure you know about him, uh, Dave Ramsey, where he name, where, where yeah. he he talks a lot about. Um, you know, one of the reasons why you work hard to build wealth is so you can give back, mm. you know, but he's also an evangelical Christian. So that's a big part of his faith, but, okay. but faith or not, <laughs> it, you know, either way, I think that the, the sentiment should still be the sure. same. Yeah. That, that, you know, that if you are in a position to help others, money, regardless what it is, money, time, knowledge, essentially don't flex for flex sake. So like, right. don't just like, if you're going to build wealth, have some sort of like, uh, well, at least what this guy is, it seems like he's saying is like have some goal, you know? Right. Not just for flex sake. Right. Yeah, you're doing it for some good. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, I think that is what can change a lot of people's perceptions on wealth. But also, um, I think when, when, especially, 
I remember just being a kid and, and what you understand as being quote unquote rich versus when you become an adult is very different. Yeah. Once you have a, you know, uh, right. Yeah. You can conceive bills and, and all that stuff. Right. Like, oh, and wait, so I think okay. that's an important aspect, uh, piece of the puzzle too, is just having a basic understanding of the value of money and hard work yeah. and, and putting in the hours, putting in the work. Well, see, that's also the problem with that perception thing, at least for, you know, forget, I guess, Bezos level, but for a lot of levels of people that are poor or what, who either, you know, you perceive to be poor or rich, like you don't really know these people, these people's financials. So even someone that's like, not like a millionaire Mm -hmm. could still be, you know, in, in a lot of debt. Right. Like, like for example, our, uh, our, our lame duck president, uh, as of, uh, this afternoon Mm -hmm. is, um, built his, his reputation and career on, the perception of wealth. Yep. Now, no one can verify whether this wealth is real. He's had lawsuits in the past for not properly paying people. He right. said he was going to pay. Yep. But he still has been able to maintain this perception of wealth, which is almost yep. more important than having the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's also flex into flex. Oh yeah, you I mean know? he he's I mean, yeah. he's a he's a flex king. I mean we've seen his right. no his gold house or whatever, no or his gold, gold penthouse suite or whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, yeah, he, he maybe he had the money to buy that. But it's like, all right, he spent all of his money and then some for that. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, all right, well now he's not. He, he, like he has the stuff, but he, you know, but now he's. That's why he loves McDonald's so much. I also have I'm one. This I, I also have one more, one last little thought about perceptions of wealth, um, and and kind of this this idea of, um, in the states we. I think we really value money as a way to obtain material possessions, but also obtain happiness, right? I mean, yes, we do have the phrase money can't buy happiness, but I know personally plenty of Americans who disagree with that statement. Well, scientists claim that there's a certain once essentially the level is there's once a you base can comfortably level, right. pay your bills. I mean, I'll, I'll to be, live in a home. I'll be honest. I think I think when I reach uh, six figures. Um, I think as long as I don't have serious lifestyle creep where I have to keep buying the next nicest car, next nicest house, next nicest whatever, uh, for me, it would probably honestly be more next nicest music equipment. By if six we're being figures, honest, do you mean what nine hundred and ninety nine thousand? I mean, a I year? mean, <laughs> I mean, if you if you give me a hundred thousand dollars. Mm. That's six figures, hundred thousand dollars. See now, see where you. That's that's too, all right, here. That, that's way too simple. So because where are you living? Okay, here. I'll I'll, I'll let me let me I'm elaborate. In New for York, you. let me elaborate. Or San for Francisco on a hundred thousand dollars. Give me six figures in Michigan, and I have a feeling if you give me a hundred thousand, or if I if I earn, let me put it that you're way. Not, but you're if not going to live earn, in Birmingham. You're not going to live in Bloomfield Hills. Probably not. No, you're not going to live. Maybe you could probably live in Ann Arbor. Maybe. I mean, yeah. you have to be thrifty, but I but I do think as a as a single guy with no kids, no, you know, I do have some student loan debt that I'm hoping but, to have paid off mm-hmm. fairly soon. You also don't you know. mind living in like a more rural area. Nope, I, I kind of like it. To so be yeah, and so but you're talking a hundred thousand a year. Yeah, obviously not. I, I'm, just I'm one saying payment. if if I'm <laughs> if I'm making six figures a year, I think I would be pretty comfortable, pretty happy. I'd be cool with that for sure. Okay. Um, now I I don't think I would consider myself rich. Now I would like to consider not consider, but I would like to be in a position where I'm saving some and and now, making responsible financial decisions. If you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year, uh-huh. I wonder 
what percentage percentile that puts you in, you know? Well, but see, like that's, that's, that's put you in probably like the top ten percent, top five percent. Well, maybe. here's the thing, Jared. I think worldwide, well, you're that top puts 1%. you top one percent. But I mean, that's probably. why I said the U.S. because right. worldwide, yeah, you're, you're. I mean, even I think even making less than that, you're top one percent. Right. Well, I think poverty level at the U.S. You'd be pretty comfortable in a lot of other countries. Yeah. Like if you made sure, twenty thousand yeah, yeah. or less, yeah. in another country, you're doing pretty good. You know, you're yeah, really fairly comfortable where you're at, but yeah, right. sure. Um, but I, but that's the thing though is too is I think a lot of Americans we we view wealth as a way to be happy, whereas I think other other countries they they view money more as a way to like I'm just thinking more so of the like the Chinese people I know. It just seems like their motivations for wealth are slightly different than americans i don't see the the flexing as much over there now there is some there but i just don't see it chinese drip right well they they just have <laughs> different just, drip that's over style. there that's not right. even you don't i mean those clothes don't have to be insane and they're expensive. and they're usually not the, a lot of the chinese people i know they prefer to find some of my favorite stylish right stuff now have come for from cheap a thrift shop. yeah exactly Exactly. So, but you know, I think we value different things. You mm-hmm. know, some people, some people, I think they do sadly have this idea that they need to get it off the rack or not even off the rack, but you know, get. I mean, these our, our culture brands. is so built on on the on the built bring myself up by my the bootstraps right. by the grind all day hashtag grind right. all day. So that's what. So yeah, I, I'm wealthy, but I'm also I'm working every uh, day and night. I'm wor- I work for this. Nobody right. gave me anything. That's right. And it's like that's respected. You gotta hit that ham horn a couple times. I'm getting fired up. <laughs> hey, you got a you got a problem with it? Try working half as hard as I do. You know that sort of mentality. Right. That it, and, and I'm not saying that's not all bad. I mean, it that stuff can be motivating. Some people do need to be motivated and mm-hmm. need that discipline. But like um, when you see when you see I feel like in the U.S. when you see someone like that that's also a millionaire, it's like yeah, well that person you know yeah they earned it you know right. Oh, definitely. But it's like but it's like why is why is I don't know why is uh, uh, yeah, it's just we pick and choose who who can be rich essentially. Right. Yeah, or or at least how. Well, I would say the media kind of picks and chooses who they. I'd say people because everyone's a fan of something, you know. Yeah, that's true. That that's if you care enough. I think some people just don't. Sure, don't some care. people probably don't care. You know, I feel like uh, everyone. I feel like I. But no, actually, I take that back. I feel like especially in our culture, it's impo- It's impossible not to have at least even if you keep them to yourself. I feel like it's almost impossible not to. I mean, in anyone's culture, to take into their like their financial situation as like right. a sort of a judgment factor. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I will say this though. I I do think a lot of the hell the the healthy, the the jealousy and the hatred for rich people. Uh, I do think it's a little unfair and unwarranted, uh, regardless if they're greedy or not. You know, sure. um, I, I don't think it's really fair to point the finger and judge people that you've never met. You don't know how they. Yeah, I mean, if you don't really know how this money's been made, right? Like it's it is kind of yeah. I, I agree with you. It's kind of hypocritical. And even if you do, who are you to? I mean, I know? feel like you can judge if you if you. I feel like, but I feel like once again, it's got to be like Jesus or or god style right he or jesus i don't know who said it he who hasn't sinned cast a f- that's jesus he who hasn't sinned cast the first stone you know right or it's like it, it's it's yeah it's easy to judge but it's like it who you're, you're probably going to be a hypocrite in some form like right and if, if if no the only reason why you're not is no one can call you out because nobody knows who you are you know right yeah for sure well jared i think we should uh unless you have anything else to share I have one question for you okay Chad. yes how much 
is too much? Is there a number? And now, and now, or a range? Oh, good question. I, I, well, I would say how much is too much is when you... Yes and no. Let me put it that way. Yes and no. I think, I think too much is when you are making so much money and you're not doing something with it, either to enrich your life or the lives of others, to the point where it's just. Yeah, I, I guess I couldn't tell you a number, Jared. I, I'm trying to think of one, and I couldn't tell you like a a set number. Um, I'm starting to feel. No, I'm not gonna say that. It's a good question, that. though. That's a. I, I need to think about it more. That's a really <laughs> See, good question. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want. You kind of got me stumped here, buddy. I'm not. I'm gonna stumping lie. myself, right? Because I, I certainly feel like there's a level of wealth where it's like, and it's maybe maybe it's not even that I have a problem. I have a a a, a, a limit, mm-hmm. but I, I I will say there's probably gonna be a point where I where I start side eyeing people and not respect. I'll start losing respect for someone. Based on how they use their money or right. don't use it, rather. Yeah, that's the key right there. I think that that so, maybe answers so, our so question. So maybe I don't, I don't want to put a cap on how much money someone can make because right. maybe like Bill Gates uses a lot of his money for good. It seems right. like right. So it's like I wouldn't want to stop that from happening. Right. But you know, but it's like so. I guess I guess it more depends on maybe that ratio of how the money, like how much you make versus versus how it's used. Because it's like yeah. if you're making you know 50 grand a year and you live in uh in philadelphia i I don't expect you to be like contributing a lot to charities and stuff but you know if you're making millions it's like once you're making like hundreds of millions or something like that or even tens of millions it's like and you're not even considering donation donations right or where you could or like where you could see change like you don't you have no interest in any change or or even helping out some of your friends or family exactly you You don't know anyone that has some sort of disease that you want to maybe help with the right some research towards or anything like that you can't find think of anything anything yeah yeah (laughs) right yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that's the key is what you what you don't do with that money. Yeah, is kind of where that limit might be because and and I yeah. maybe I won't judge someone outwardly, but I'll probably judge the person inwardly. And and I would probably side eye that person if it was my friend and I witnessed right. them just like sort of you know want you know uh, just knowingly uh, decide that that you know they they don't care about any sort of right. I was like, really, you don't care about anything? Uh, maybe it's just. Maybe it just makes me reconsider what I thought about someone's personality if that was my yeah, friend. Yeah, or their character. But it's like I thought, you, like I thought maybe there was something that you cared about. I have right. something, <laughs> right? Especially, yeah, especially their character. Yeah. Well, Jared, you know, you mentioned uh, that that's a great way to end this segment. I think is is with that question: where where is the limit? Mm. Um, yeah, that's and that's definitely something to consider. Um, but you mentioned before we started recording, um, you know, how hip hop is, and actually, you talked about it a little bit during the episode too, how hip hop has a lot to do with wealth. You know, here at the Untranslatable Podcast, we really try to uh, find a lot of music from very different artists from different countries, different styles that mesh different styles too. And to today, today we definitely have an interesting one. Um, it is a, a Korean rap song um, called Eureka. It's by the artist Zico featuring Zion T. Um, and let's uh, let's give this bad boy a listen and talk about it for a bit, Jerry. All right. So it's got the first thing you said. I remember was now, sax. It sounds almost like. Um you know the um, 
Can you pause it for a second? Mm-hmm. It sounds like a variation on that. Or you know, that? like uh, at the beginning of NBA Street, they use it a lot. Okay, but it's like it's just like a very common uh, beat. What's funny about this but video? But it's like though, a jazzy j- sort of beat that's commonly right. used as a hip hop cover. But it's not that. But it sounds like right. That's but the it vibe has that I similar get. vibe for yeah. sure. Yeah, this is funny though because it's got the lyrics as well. And apparently, Big Booty Girl is one of the lyrics. Let's see here. Yep, Booty Girl. But yeah, so this song is in Korean, um, kind of Korean and in English. Mostly, he he uses like English like catchphrases, right? Like where Big you booty at, girl? Where right. you at? Where you at? Right. I think that's a trope we see in a lot of foreign hip hop. Yeah, you know. And I think it's because, I think it's because these are words that are for the most part universally known, right? And so it's like I can incor- it just gives you a broader uh, range of words to use, right? And it's interesting to see how the English words rhyme with the Korean words. And I and wonder if there is something. That. I wonder. I wonder. And I'm not trying to brag here, but I wonder if there is something cool, probably about using English words. I would like say a so. Korean song or something like that. I mean, we saw that with uh, with that Icelandic rap song a while back. We had, you mm. know, using American words or, yeah. or English words. I yeah, should say. Yeah, we see it a lot. Yeah. Right. That's um, true. But I mean, this one is like. I just don't want to sound arrogant. You right. Know? Right. This one, though, I could see like bumping at a party or like in your car, just like yes. with the beat and then the, the, the sax or horns over top. It's, it's got fantastic. That, it's, yeah, it's got that very, very like a party vibe to it with the beat. Right. The beat, I kind of like. Baseline. To, I like to refer to these types of beats as kind of bouncy. Good. It yeah, they're very good to move. dance to. Yeah. Grind up on some, on some big booty girl. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. That might have to be a clip right there, dude. That is hilarious. Um, but I mean, you're right. But, you know, that's the funny thing is, you know, from American culture, it's kind of moved outwards now yeah. with hip hop. And you see this all well, over the place. Uh, American culture is a is like an export. Right. That's so, true. So, like, the I, I, the idea at? of like um what do you, what do you call it when it's like appropriating that right um and and, and not even that that's a bad thing by the way just right. like that's you know that's what you kind of do with or adapting if, it especially to, if you're yeah. like hip hop you know is an American right. thing or something but you know with that comes the you know the culture that goes with it right but I like this uh, and especially the lyric video just because you can see the yeah you know see the, what they're yeah. saying too um but yeah it's, it's can you pr- be my what. That's a Korean word. Oh. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not sure what it means. Um, but, but yeah, but check this song out at our Song of the Pod playlist. And it, the way that, yeah, it, it goes down for a second. It gets in like, right. it's quiet. I mean, and, this definitely is a club like, banger for sure. into it. Yep. I mean, this is definitely good like dance floor type of, yep, with the drops. <laughs> yep, for sure. Um, absolutely fantastic. But yeah, yeah, check this out at our uh, YouTube channel, our Song of the Pod playlist. Um, Zico, uh, Eureka featuring Zion T., um, yeah, and if you've never heard Korean rap before, it's pretty interesting. It's it's cool. So uh, yeah. check that out. That's Koreans get sure. a lot of uh, notice for their pop. You know, that's, right, right? K-pop's that's their, a huge that's thing. Their, that's their big musical. Which uh, is what in, they're known for. Which is interesting because it's kind of like their take on boy bands that happened here in the nineties. It's yeah. It, it, so it it's does like twenty seem, years late. It does seem a little outdated. Too. But it has their own style and flair. So it, sure. I think for us Americans, especially as American dudes, it's very outdated in yeah. a way we view it. Right. But I think there are a lot of American chicks who do enjoy K-pop. I sure. mean, the guys, you know, they're they're decent looking dudes, if, especially if you're into Asian and guys. The songs you know, are terrible. But I right. guess, and this also, it's for like younger. That's like for right. Kids. That's also true too. We are kind of old to yeah. be talking about <laughs> K-pop. Chicks. Like I think they're trying to appeal to like sixteen-year-old girls. Right. A lot of my us. Russian students really liked them. Some guys and girls, but yeah, you know, they were also on an island where a lot of the population. Actually, is yeah, Korean I don't even heritage. mean to say girls because actually, 
when I lived in Germany, there uh, I I like some epic high songs. They're mm-hmm. they're an old kind of an older right. K-pop group, and one of my um one of my Korean friends, Tae Young, he uh, he told me about them, and I downloaded a couple songs nice. from LimeWire, and I'm like, there All you right, go, okay. I don't nice. hate it when I grooved out to right. this for a bit. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So I don't even want to just put it on little girls. Right. That's fair. But yeah, so check it out. It's definitely a good song. Uh, Eureka. That's mm-hmm. a cool song title. Yeah, so let's uh, let's just end today's episode by recapping a little bit on wealth perceptions, Jared. Um, I, think, I think one of my takeaways from our discussion definitely was that um, a lot of it has to do with how you how you earn that wealth and what you do with it. Yeah. You know, so if are you are you donating to charity? Are you I think a lot of it too is we realize that when you build so much wealth, you should be using it for a higher goal, a, a better cause. You know, right? there's also the thing about, you know, it's interesting because it's not just how you use it. I've been, I've been, I was been thinking mm-hmm. because if you also, also I feel like they don't want you to talk, like they really don't want you to talk about it. Like you got to, you, you kind of got to, for the best way for the public is that you find out from someone else. Because I feel like oh, people are also true. disgusted that's if you're like, point. I donated blah, blah, blah million to the to the Jared Minor wing at, at this, you know, like right. I built the, you know, I, I built the Jared Minor school for underprivileged children or something right. like that. Right. Where it's like, where it's like, I feel like, I guess that's, res- it's not hated, but it's like, it's kind of, it's also kind of gross because there is still kind of a flaunt. Like you're almost mm-hmm. using that as like a, uh, like virtue, like look how good I right. am. You know, right. where it's still kind of gross. So I feel like the what 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 the 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 only way that I feel like the mass social media public will accept it is if like it somehow comes out secretly. You know, right, <laughs> right. You get to yeah. secretly leak it so people find out that you're a good person. Well, I think I think the key with that is you're not just broadcasting it yourself because I think if you're yeah. self-promoting, it does come off as well. Like, then yeah, because then it's like what are your intentions? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Do you really? Yeah, yeah. It's great that you gave all this money or whatever, but do you really care about these people or right. is it just like but trying the, to gain? But at the end of the day, I guess does it really matter? I don't you think know? it matters at the end of the day, but I still think it's kind of gross. Yeah, where it's like where it's like you give five million dollars to whatever it is, and you're like, right. everyone, look, I gave this much money, and then say you're, you're scrolling through Twitter and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, no one's even talking about me anymore. Right. Oh, so this person said it's not enough. Oh, f this part. You know, if, yeah. you, if you go through, yeah, that leaves a and you're like, oh, no, one, oh, no one's mouth. not happy about right. it. I, it's not enough for you, you ungrateful people. Where it's like, well, it's not. Then it's not even about that. You're just right. if you you're looking for the response. You know, exactly. Granted, exactly. I, how would the average person right. know that someone's scrolling through you know their social media i guess maybe you could if you see someone you like re- you if could. you see only, actually you could you definitely you see totally people could. like replying to haters right. that's never a good look no nope. replying to nope. haters yeah, uh, Vel- valtteri sure. botas he's the uh sort of the number two driver for mercedes you know each team and, has, he, and he shouts out the haters he replies to him he actually did one race because uh everyone talks about how he's like a great number two to hamilton mm-hmm. and how he's not really like that good and the, the only reason that he have him is he they have him is because he's the number two mm-hmm. and a couple races ago he uh he won and he beat hamilton and you know everyone can hear the, everyone's radios right and he said to all my haters i just have a uh i just have a message to all oh no to all the critics i have a message for you fuck you that's hilarious <laughs> but see that's a different kind of flex right there too honest. i mean granted i feel like I, he's also a professional race car driver and right. people are just talking so that I, I i mean i don't know how seriously he's really taking that but still right. I'd, I'd say still as far as the as the crowd goes, it's I, I'd say, on the whole, it's not a great look. Definitely not. Because no. I, I feel like the best look is to ignore the haters. Yeah. yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, my my other my other takeaway too from our discussion, Jared, is that um, a lot of people will. I think they they've 
they they project themselves on that wealthy person and they become jealous or envious because they mm. don't have all these nice things yet they fail to realize that they didn't do all the work and aren't willing to work hard enough to and do that to, and there's nothing wrong with admitting i think that luck is involved too sure right but i i, like, I saw a quote i forget which greek philosopher it was but they had a quote about um that luck is really just a combination of preparation mm, and and timing exactly yeah. you know so if you don't put yourself in a position That's you true. can't get He's lucky to, yeah which which makes sense i mean like like even maybe like a comedian or something that gets like their big break with the special mm-hmm. it's like if you don't deliver on that special and it's not good and and right. no one and you know and it gets bad reviews or whatever and no one wants to watch it then right. it's like well now that's the first that's your first time you're out in public and now you have to fight exactly. an uphill battle exactly. to prove that you're not that bad or whatever right. so i would say before you judge somebody's wealth um, take a look at yourself that would be mm. my my ending look for today. I feel yeah. like that that's that's almost like the what do you call it the mantra of the untranslatable podcast yeah. the motto. I feel like other a than lot stay of, hydrated. That's well, another sh- important sure. mantra for sure. I feel like that's the motto <laughs> for maybe. sure. But I feel like stay I feel like something about <laughs> yes. Oh, my battery's about to die. Oh, it's right here. It's not even. I just have to do that. Boom. Then I stay hydrated. Um, I feel like that really is the mantra though. Is like look inward first. Mm-hmm. We I feel like that ends up being the what we come out of this uh, yeah. a lot of episodes thinking yeah which isn't a bad thing though and i think both of us i don't think our goal is to reach that crazy level well i can't speak for you but my goal i will tell you my goal isn't to reach that crazy level of wealth because i understand you have to put in such crazy amounts of work yeah that i i just i'm sorry well, i don't want to work 80 hours a week i i, I don't i we I, at, at my job, like my 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 little department, you know, not actually big department within mm-hmm. the company, we got a chance to. Oh, I told you about this. We had a meeting right. with the CEO. Right. Because I told you about it because the guy uh, ordered burgers. Right. On the call, oh, and interrupted yeah. her. Yep. Uh, but <laughs> smooth. <laughs> but anyway, he's going um, places. <laughs> um, like I was listening, people were asking her like sort of what her r- routine is, and mm-hmm. you know, she's talking about how having a routine is important. Right. And she was talking about how like. Um, how many hours a week does she work? She has to well, work an ungodly. Thing. She didn't really talk about how many hours a week she worked, okay. but I'm sure she's probably not calling it a day until seven, eight o'clock at the right. earliest. Right. And probably waking up, getting started at probably seven six, or seven. eight. Yeah. yeah. And she was talking about how she uh, she tries. She said she tries her hardest to not work on Saturday, mm-hmm. but by Sunday morning she's preparing for the net for the for the week. So she right. essentially has like it's kind of what I do a, a six and a half day work week like essentially right yeah yeah it's it's and it's it's like and it's like i don't know if i'm willing to to do that right (laughs) it's 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 a lot i enjoy being able to essentially relax fully disconnect on a saturday and sunday yep yeah and do this podcast yeah (laughs) yeah i actually no kidding uh, yeah and so and so and so it's like it's so it's like am i willing to even do what it takes to me to make tens of millions of dollars right e- even though in in my head i guess i like the idea of it but honestly i don't even really think i like the idea of it's it it's romanticized a lot though too i, I think. don't think i like the idea of it for the purpose of buying stuff cuz i i feel like i still would struggle with flaunting now i'm sure i would mm. have a nice car or something right. but i would struggle with with still showing stuff i feel i feel like i would like right. to think that but i feel like i would get a deep sense of enjoyment out of the hoarding of that much mm. money yeah opening sure. my ba- like even now like i'm not rich but i, I like I, I guess i'm doing okay i get a, a, a sense of enjoyment out of just looking at my bank account sure 
So I feel like that. Imagine if I would add millions of dollars. Right. Uh, I feel like. But I think then at that level you'd get a deeper. At that level, I don't think you would get enjoyment out of it, because mm. it's become so commonplace that I think you would get more enjoyment out of doing. I, but something I feel like I'd get the. I feel like. I feel like there'd be some sort of deep enjoyment about the idea of like, like. They say that seventy grand or whatever is mm-hmm. sort of the the line where it's like the baseline where you're where good. it's like now you're now money is not really buying your happiness. So it's right. like yeah, but you still have to work and you still have you're still working. Every, but once you're in the millions like that, right. where it's like I could get fired right now and you'd and, be fine and I'm fine. Yep. <laughs> but see, that's that's my point is that money is not really much of an object to that degree. Like in my opinion, if you can live off of the interest of your investments. Where you're not taking the principal off, yeah, and you don't have to. Well, and you, you, you can made do it that and not be not be millionaire rich too. Like you, you can set that up for yourself and not be. Yeah, that's true. That sort of ridiculous. But, level but of either wealth. way, I think that is a to me that's a sign of stable wealth, mm, where sure, where yeah. where you are at the point where you you don't really have to worry about money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whereas, but I think when you're at that level, Jared. I mean, yes, I think looking at your bank account would maybe give you still a sense of fulfillment. But I think <laughs> no, if you're making, I think it would. but but I think <laughs> if you're making so much money to that level, I think you would. Maybe I'm wrong, and I haven't been there, it, so it's it, hard I, for me I, to like say. It, it would it wouldn't be a novel. It would s- cease to be a novelty pretty quickly, is what you're saying. I think so. Like, I, th- I, I think you would look for other exactly. Well, it's like anything. I think that's why lifestyle creep is even sure. a thing, and that's also why they say that money doesn't buy happiness. Too. Right, just, definitely. But I, but I, but for some reason, I'm like, I hear you, and I, I definitely. And, and, in theory, I get what you're saying. Exactly. But I still feel like I would feel a deep sense sense of comfort knowing that I, yeah, if I can manage the lifestyle creep part of it, I guess right. I would feel a deep sense of comfort knowing, right. all right, I have a savings account I haven't touched for ten years. That's just accumulating, right? Um, and I'm still putting my uh, my a part a part of my you know five million dollar paycheck or whatever right. ten million dollar paycheck right. into it every. I feel like that would give me a yeah a lot a, a exactly. lot of comfort. And I'm for not sure. even like afraid of paying bills, but mm. there's another level of comfort. But I still know that I need to keep having a job in order to do it. Right. But I think there's another level of comfort above that where it's like oh I don't even have to concern myself with. Uh, yeah, but. I don't yeah. know. Maybe that's also just like a that's like a, a pipe dream, you know. That's not realistic, right? Well, who knows? I don't think that's a healthy thing to to shoot for, also. Right? Yeah, yeah. Then you're never going to be satisfied. Right. True. Depends. Depends. But yeah, I think our takeaways for today, though, Jared, is uh, definitely uh, don't judge a book by its cover, or don't judge someone by their wealth, because you, you definitely don't know the way that they uh, acquired it or got there. Uh, to some degree, uh, or at least at least walk a mile in their shoes. I know it's a cliche, um, but it is what it is. Um, so that's number one. Number two, look inward. Uh, I think that's related to that. Um, and number three, as always, stay hydrated um, for sure, especially in a nice, beautiful, sunny day like today. So we hope you all are having a great day. Let us know your thoughts or uh, kind of culturally how people view someone uh, with crazy amounts of wealth at untranslatablepodcast uh, at gmail.com. You can slide into our DMs on Twitter, untranslatable1, the number one on uh, Twitter. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Also, check us out on Instagram, untranslatablepodcast, for um, clips, pics, all sorts of great stuff. And lastly, please, five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, and let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Dekuyame, muchas gracias, shisha, and dosvidanya.
get that paper, baby. Get that paper. That's yeah, a good dude. one. Stack it up. That's right. It's, it's getting hot out here, man. Getting hot. I think it might be time to, to peep that Byron game, too, if it's even still on. Oh, yeah. I don't even know if it's... I was I'm, not expecting I'm afraid to look at the score because uh, I have a feeling I'm going to look at the score and it's going to be like 8-0 Byron. Well, uh, the, don't, aren't, don't you want Byron to win? I mean, I do, but, but you I, enjoy the competition. Of course. 2-1 to one in the 77th minute. For Byron? For Byron, yeah. Okay. See, that's not enough for them to just go full. It well, Dorman two, needs to score two, and then Byron will go nuts. A two-point yeah. lead for them to, to yeah, do Yeah, so you've chosen death. Exactly. Yeah, so but, but Dorman Dorman's probably knows. Like, All right, calm down until the 90th yeah. minute, chilling. and then try to score two. It's a chilling. Right. 